passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Podcast time. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. That's kind of like the old funny car commercial. Oh, from English Town? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yes, from English Town. Look at you. That's right. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. It could have been English Town. It could have also have been Wall. I think it, but I do think that was Raceway Park, was it not? Um, I know, uh, I thought Raceway Park was in English Town. Raceway Park is in um, English Town. The, there's a... There's a track and a wall. Yes, I drive by it. I drive by it often. There's I that what one it's as called. well. So all good. Dirt uh, cars. Dirt racing. Dirt racing. Dirt ball racing. Dirt ball car racing. Yeah. What's going on? I picture that would be huge in like Tom's River. Why? Eh. What's wrong with Tom's River? Well, my parents live there. Oh, go ahead. Explain yourself. Sounds terrific. They I would also, love. My best friend lives there. Dirt car. Do they like dirt car racing? There is no dirt car racing in oh. Tom's River. Well, you know what there is? There's Coles, Bed Bath & Beyond, Hands, Chili's, Fridays. It's like Anywhere's USA. Though. Oh, you know what else they have in Tom's River? Roy Rogers. Really? Yeah, which is that? very hard to find I was days. not aware of that. I did not know that. Do they still have the Fixins bar with the good pickles? Oh, yes. Yes, Jerry, there is a Fixins bar. I don't know that I would use the Fixins bar Yeah, anymore. me neither. No, not, nothing against Roy Rogers. No. It's just my disdain for human beings. Right. Exactly. Like if it was, They're filthy. If I first got there at lunch and they had just put the Fixins, then That's I'm like in. That's like the salad bar. Right. You go to Ruby Tuesdays and it's fresh, yeah. I'm in. It's been used. Right. I'm out. I'm out. I agree. Like Gina loves a salad bar. And... And this, growing up, too, like, my parents could not figure out why I wouldn't go to the salad bar. See, I did when I was a kid. I won't now. Yeah, they're like, you're not going to the salad bar. I go, no. Then I started eating... Um, moist clams. Do not eat moist clams, Jerry. Well, uh, Caesar salad, because that was not at the salad bar. They prepare that in the back. They prepare that in the back. Right. But then Caesar salad will kill your breath. I mean, you would just be a stank fish breath. Everything. Your insides, your breath, yeah, your life. <laughs> I asked uh, our makeup artist Allie, Allie this morning because I noticed, you know, when Boomer gets his makeup done, me and Gio are in the office, and that's kind of the show prep meeting. Boomer comes in, he starts firing things off of what he saw last night, and he, you know, boisterous, and his uh, mouth is 
six inches from her face when she's doing yeah, makeup, sure, sure. as she does anybody's makeup. Yes. And I just kept, I'm like fascinated with people's breath. Like, right. You know. So I asked her today, I said, what do you do when you're doing makeup and someone has bad breath? And Which I said, would think she runs into often. She does. She does run into it. She said uh, a lot of times when she does makeup for weddings that the girls are drinking champagne and champagne stank breath is very bad. Is that true? Yeah. She said Boomer, his breath smells like five-hour energy because he takes a shot right before he sits yeah. down. She said, which is actually a pleasant fruity scent. Look at that. Yeah. So fruity breath Boomer. Yeah. Not bad. I usually try to talk like this. Right, because you're conscious of I'm it. I'm always conscious of Me it. Me too. You don't, because you don't know. Right. And first thing in the morning, I've had water and a cup of coffee usually. Right. That's it. So if I don't have mints on me, mm-hmm. I either don't talk until she steps away to grab her other makeup pieces, or my mouth is relatively closed. She says when she does the bridal parties, when she's worried about champagne breath, that she leaves mints and gum out, and she'll say to the girls, oh, would you like some mint and gums? So if she ever says that to you in the back, take it. She never has. Okay. She actually never has. She doesn't even have it out for us. No, I see the she, gum. No, she does. She's. A, it's always on the desk. Yes. It always has been. She's never offered it, though. I've seen the gum in her um, see-through bag that yeah. she has. So it's not even out to when I've seen it, it's not even out of the container, which means you guys. I'm very conscious Must of it. have pleasant breath. I'm not sure of that, but I am conscious of it. So congratulations. <laughs> right. I love this story, Jerry. This is a Florida woman story, not a Does Florida man. Does anything else happen in the country? Or Just everything Florida. In Florida. I love this story. Key West, Florida. I want to oh, go there. Uh, well, uh, I'd be careful if you went here. Okay. A woman has been charged with assault for throwing a coconut at a man outside a strip club. 36-year-old woman from Miami was sitting in front of the porch at the VP Gentleman's Club on Duval Street in Key West. When a fella started to film her. Well, that's the first problem. She was upset about being recorded and admitted that she did throw the coconut, but, quote, it did not hit him. So it wasn't about him coming out of a strip club. It was the fact that he had a camera on her. Police told her she should have no expectation of privacy while sitting on a porch in front of a club and could be filmed by anyone. Is that true? Yeah, I did not know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't know you could just go filming people. Uh, I didn't either. I, I mean, I knew it happened, like, if you, I'm filming you and I get other people in my sure. shot. But to decide I'm going to go film a, I wasn't aware a non-famous that. person, I, you know, like, can I just follow uh, girls around in the mall and film them? I guess them? you can. What time do you want to go to the mall? I'm good. You can go. That is a creepy old guy. Creep city. <laughs> this creepy old guy is following me around in the mall. Yeah. Who said I couldn't? <laughs> I just read an, an article about a woman throwing a coconut at a guy, and he had the right to film it. Al, that's in Florida. That's allowed. <laughs> that is true. I wonder if it's a Florida thing. Yeah, that's weird. Very weird. I don't weird. like that at all. Right. That kind of sucks. Like, I'm for this girl throwing the coconut at me the too. guy. Me too. Get away from me. Me too. I'm for... Grabbing someone's phone and throwing it down. Why would there have been coconuts just laying on the ground? There must have been palm trees right above. It's Key West. There's just palm trees all over the place. Strip club in Key West. Must you lived be nice. in Tampa. You know this. Uh, yes. There were no coconuts outside of strip clubs, though. Strip clubs were on main strips of highway. You know, very busy areas. Could be palm trees. But maybe in Key West, you're right. Could be. Do you think Key West has better looking strippers than? regular parts of the country yes. or could be equals. Yes. Nope. Better. I think in the warmer weather. Right. 
I do believe that the girls are more attractive. Right. Because here's the thing. If you've ever spent time in a strip club, and many, many years ago I did, if you get to talking to the strippers, they get hired at different clubs around the country. Right. And they'll travel. Especially for events. For events, yeah. So I would imagine girls would want to go to Key West, so it must be competitive to go get I think anywhere that trip. I think anywhere in a warm climate, I think girls want it. Girls that are in shape, yeah, that have bodies like that, that are doing that to make a living, mm-hmm. I think they want the nice weather. They want to be outside. They want to yeah. have the t- all that stuff. So I do think that, yes, I do. I agree. Okay. Super Bowl, they fly them in from all over the world, yeah. I believe. I'm pretty sure. And the Olympics and things like that. Really? Yeah. Feel like Olympics I, I didn't know about. I feel like I read that somewhere. Yeah. Either that or you were at the Olympics and you had a bunch of girls. <laughs> Never been to the Olympics. Never been to the Olympics. Uh, oh, here's one. Uh, coming... I wonder if there's like a flood mm-hmm. of girls rushing to the World Series site cities because you don't know in advance. Right. Like we know the next three Super Bowl cities can plan accordingly. Do you think if you ran a strip club in uh, in a town with a baseball team, you'd have a meeting around August? Go, listen, we still got a shot here. To get and strippers if, in. And if we get the World Series, we're going to have to begin recruiting. What cities should we target? I don't think the baseball teams do that, but the strip clubs, yes. No, the clubs, yeah. Yes, strip 100% clubs, I, I think they do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And I think a lot of them have relationships with other clubs around the country if they don't own other right. clubs around the country. If you're a good owner, you're looking ahead. Yeah. Trying to take advantage. Sure. Yeah, that's interesting. I think there is a meeting for that. It sure is interesting, Jerry. Here's an interesting story from England. Uh, let's see. Police in slow, S-L-O-U-G-H, Slow? Slow. Slow, would you say? In the UK, recently pulled over a driver they spotted viewing a video of naked women dancing. Is that wrong? He was holding it up, watching it while driving. I've seen you do that. (laughs) (laughs) The driver has been reported. The police tweeted a photo of the car, and then the driver, somebody turned the dude in. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Using a smartphone behind the wheel carries a penalty of 200 pounds, whatever that is in dollars. Like 300 bucks. And six points on his license. Woo. Whoa. Well, now is the point system the same there as it is here? In the UK, 12 points and your license is suspended. So this is, good. This is half of them. Okay. How many you got to have to be suspended here? Six? Tw- I don't know about here. Six or eight. I don't think it's that many, is it? Yeah. How many do you have on yours? I have zero. Double I've, digits? I've never gotten a point on my license. Is that true? Yeah. Never got a speeding ticket and had to go to court? Uh, had to go to court? No. Really? No. You've I, never got a speeding ticket? No, I've paid my speeding ticket. But it was a very long time ago. And you didn't get points for it? I don't think so. You had to have. Really? It's a moving violation. But they've probably dissolved and, you know. Oh, so no matter what ticket you get. As I believe a, as every a moving ticket? violation... I believe you get there's points attached to really? it. Really? Yes. Yeah. My nephew just started driving. He's already got multiple points. Oh like he's got to like. That's not good. Yeah, you got to calm down. Yeah, that's a bad. I remember my first week driving. Yeah. I legitimately thought I was driving in a 45 mile an hour speed limit. Not 55, not 65. I thought it was a 45 mile an hour zone. All right, fair enough, Jerry. I got pulled over doing 49. It was my first week. Uh, and I got pulled over by the township cop, and she says, you have any idea how fast you were going? I said, yeah, I was doing 49 or 50. She goes, oh, you answered honestly. I said, yeah. I said, I know I was a few over the speed limit, but 
I was, I think it was 49. She goes, it was 49. I said, okay. And I said, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll knock it down a couple. She goes, a couple. I'd like you to knock it down about 12. And I'm looking at her and I guess she could tell that I was sincerely surprised. She goes, what do you think the speed limit was? I'm like 45. She goes, no, 35. And she goes, hold on. All right. So she goes back to the car for what felt like forever. And I'm sitting there thinking, you got to be kidding me. I'm going to get a ticket my first week driving. Right. And she comes back and she goes, I see you just got your license, you know, last week. I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to give you a break because I believe that you didn't think you were speeding that much. A new driver pass. She goes, I, she goes, I swear to you, if I catch you doing anything past 38 miles an hour again, I'm giving you the speeding ticket and the full points and we're not reducing them. I was like pale. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and she let me go. And that did that teach you a lesson early on to do the speed limit? It taught, well, I mean, I still drove the way, you know, my father always told me, if you're on the parkway or the turnpike, as long as you're not the leader, you're right. going the fastest, you're fine. Just be in the, even if you're in the left lane doing 75 and a 60, be in the flow of traffic and you're fine. And he said, on the if you're on the local roads, five miles an hour, you're fine. Don't get nuts with that. And I kind of, I've always adhered to that. So I guess I, I mean, I still drive the same way, but I guess I'm more attentive to the speed limit. Do you think people in red sports cars get pulled over? I wasn't a red sports car. You were. It was my red Camaro. That is true. I have heard that happens. Because uh, you yeah. stand out. I've also heard people in fire orange cars get pulled over. I often, hope not. Especially ones that are. Small SUVs. No, because well, when they see an orange car, <laughs> Jerry, out. they go, that's a, f-, they'll say. Family vehicle? That's a woman. Let's give her a break. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they don't say that. <laughs> Come on, dude. Also, any of the roads that are around town, there's so many, there are so many roads that you encounter where the average speed on the road is like 45 miles per hour. And when you look, the speed limit's 25. It changes a lot. Well, that's what I'm saying. You think Weird. you know where, what you're doing. And all of a sudden, you look down, you're doing 40, and the speed limit's 30, that 20, which is still not terrible. But that's to, if they need, if they have a quota they got to reach, you're a ticket. Ten miles an hour over the speed limit, you're a ticket. I always wondered why one mile per hour over the speed limit is not a ticket. Right? Like, what's the point of the speed yeah. limit? You were doing 26, sir. Right. Okay. Well, the speed limit's 25. Right. Ticket. Right. Like to me, it's black and white. Right. That's your limit. We didn't say you have to go exactly 25. No. That's the most you Do 17. Go. Right. You just go can't go past 25. Yeah, these 25 mile per hour I also never got this. Get it. Explain this one to me. All right. And I guess you can give me the answer well at the Autobahn. There's no speed limit. Right. That's what I've heard. If the speed limit in America mm-hmm. doesn't surpass, and I know in some places I believe there are some highways it's as high as 85 miles. Like out west in the desert? I think I've even been on a couple. But let's say the speed limit in America at its peak is 85 miles an hour somewhere in New Mexico or Arizona or whatever. But that's the highest in the country. Why are there cars that are made to go faster than 85 miles an hour? Yeah, that I don't know. That makes it for what? Right. Hey, you know, you can do 130 in this car. Where? (laughs) And why? Why? That makes no sense to me either. That's a good point. So make the cars be the highest speed limit you can go. Yes. And that still isn't to say you're not going to speed or act like a jackass because if you're on a 50-mile-an-hour zone on the parkway where there's construction, you could still do 85 and look like a tool. That's kind of enough. Yeah. And I always thought this is two, and then I'm done. You want to cut down 
on, and I mean this, you want to cut down on vehicular manslaughter, killings, and deaths, and all that stuff, limit the cars 50 miles an hour. If you do that, you can still get where you have to go in plenty of time, Right. number one. Number two, a guy at 50 on a car in an accident on the parkway is not like a car colliding at 80, and you would cut down on the deaths on the highways. I like that, Jerry. This sounds like a public service announcement. Yeah, but you would never happen. Never in a million years. Right. Someone will say their rights are being Everyone, violated. Everybody would. My rights are being violated. Jerry wants to limit my car to 50 miles per hour. Think about that. Right? You still yeah. go 500 miles in 10 hours. Right. That, that's so terrible. We, people were Sounds great. going across the country on a horse 150 years ago. That's true. And what was their mile per hour speed limits? <laughs> we don't even know. I don't know. Do you realize your horse was going over the speed limit? <laughs> the sheriff giving a ticket. <laughs> Come to the county jail. That's six points on your horse license. <laughs> what do you think of this story, Jerry? Fifth, this comes from water, the Water Quality and Health Council survey. 51% of Americans, that's more than half, reported using a swimming pool as an alternative to showering. Oh, I believe that. 100% I believe that. Even though 64% of Americans know that pool chemicals don't eliminate the need to shower. I and, 100% did that as a kid. And, in wor- and worse, it makes you smell like chlorine. Yeah. Yeah, everybody that did. That smells clean to me. Everybody did, though. When you were a kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. In the summer, your parents wanted you to shower. I've done it as an adult. You'd be like, I'm just going to jump in the pool. Yeah. I've done it where, not recently, but in my other house, cut the grass on a summer day. And usually I wake up, I shower in the morning regardless of what I'm doing that day. So I take a shower first thing, especially if I exercise first. Shower, start the day. If I go out and cut the grass at 3 o'clock and it's 90 degrees out. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a chance, and it's happened before, where I'll go in the pool with the kids instead. You get out, you get dried off, you start barbecuing, you have a beer. Why am I taking a shower? Right. I just got the sweat off me. Yeah. So I'm kind of good. The pool did it. The pool did it. I think I should open the pool now. I see a lot of people opening their pools. No, Seems not yet. It's too chilly to me. Still. June 1st. I usually go Memorial Day weekend. That's next weekend. Next weekend. Not sure, though. Yeah. I would wait till it's uh, not 40-something degrees every day. Because that's what we're up against right now, Jerry. What about a heated pool? Uh, oh, that I would open now. I'm thinking of doing that. A heated pool. Yeah. This was a weird video I saw, Jerry. All right. Uh, from China, but I saw the video. A Chinese doctor shared a video of uh, a patient that had some ear discomfort. The video showed a spider building a nest in the man's head. How about that? I'm not sure what to say about that. The man came to the hospital complaining of discomfort in his ear. The doctor looked inside with one of those, you know, things yeah. they jam in your ear with the light and discovered a spider was building a nest in his ear canal. How did that, I mean, wow. Is that surgery? Can they go in and pull it out? The doctor said the spider was too small to be grabbed using tools, but hospital staff were able to use water to flush the spider out of his ear. Oh, that sounds brutal. Yeah. They say we swallow spiders while sleeping. I don't believe that at all. 
Um, I don't either, but who the I mean, I, you know what you're doing when you're sleeping? No, but I don't ever yeah, see I mean, you know you're sweating cuz you've told us that story before. But. I don't I don't ever see spiders walking riding, you know, roaming around in my bed either. No. But I would say there's probably some type of little creatures flying through the air. Bed I, could, bugs. I could see right, and your mouth wide open, there's drop right in. Flies just landing in I there. I could see that. Yeah, I could. Sadly, I could see that. But you'd be miserable if you ever found out. That a spider uh, oh, built yeah. a nest in my ear canal? Or yeah. Did you swallowed a spider by mistake while you were sleeping? I use Q-tips every morning in my ears. So if there was a spider in there, I would have jammed them into my brain. Yeah. You'd be a spider brain. Right. I'd have pushed them all the way in. That would be bad. And don't tweet me saying you're not supposed to use Q-tips in your ears. I'm doing it. I'll do it carefully. You're an adult. You're fine. I'm an adult. Any I do up- it a two-prong approach to cleaning my ears. I wad up toilet paper first and use my finger in my ear. You finger your ear? Yes. And then I use a Q-tip. Nice. <laughs> that works for you. What? Um, any postcards today? No postcards oh. today. All right. We got them all uh, Monday or Tuesday. Okay. Fair I enough. expect more because the people did have reached out looking for the address. All right. I hope so. Which happens to be, Jerry? 345 Hudson Street. 10th floor. New York, New York. 10014. Correct. Son of a bitch. Look at me. To the Alan Jerry post game podcast, care of WFAN. I got to go. All right, Jerry. The warm up program is next. It was. Awesome. Although it was a lot of sports talk, mostly Jets. Not as many commercials today. That was good. Yeah, that was good. So uh, consider that a bonus episode. A bonus. Okay, see you. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFA. Hey, what do you say? Thursday morning on the fam. Boomer and Geo coming up in just a few minutes. Al Dukes, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. You know, I saw something last night that made me think of you immediately. Oh. We've seen first pitches. Yes. So did you see in the Phillies game, Bruce Willis, I have no idea why, but Bruce right. Willis why? threw out the first pitch. Did you see the first pitch? I did. Not terrible. Not great. He got booed, but right. I feel like the Philly fans and the Philadelphia fans boo everybody. And I thought of you when I saw it last night, well, really this morning on the highlight. Could you go out there and throw a strike? I would think so. I think you can't overthink it. Uh, Even Bruce though Willis, you've had trouble throwing softball to wounded warriors. Yeah. You think in front of, now there weren't many people there at the there start. Were not. At the start. You think, let's say, Yankee Stadium, half full. Yeah. Let's say there's 28,000 in the building. You'd I think be okay. I could. Yeah. Because uh, softball, I have a problem throwing underhand. This is overhand. You're throwing it fast. A little, a little more confident. Yeah, like Bruce Willis bounced it. That's why he got booed. He did, but it wasn't like, uh, you know, it was five feet to the right. He didn't hit the guy in the back in St. Louis who was, remember, he was, he had something he was holding as he was walking by, got hit in the head. It was just a little short. And he looked awkward doing it. He did That's have a the weird problem. throwing motion. Right. It is, I do love seeing manly men, and Bruce Willis is a manly man. Having no ability to throw a ball. Not much athletic ability right. for John McClain. He's a cool guy for sure. Right. He is not athletic. You know, when the Nets were in the NBA Finals, yes, they were in the NBA Finals. I think it was against the, Sp- it was the Spurs or the Lakers. I'm not sure which one. But Ann Liguori was doing a Sunday night program. And she had, from courtside, from the Meadowlands, Bruce Willis on her show. Oh. And he claimed to be a huge diehard Nets fan. 
big longtime Net fan here, Bruce no Willis. Ch- it was such a bunch of crap, yeah. but a tough guy for sure. Right, a tough guy for sure. Yes. Not athletic. Not athletic. Jerry, I had a nightmare last evening. And I'm sorry I to hear that. Like to share it with you. Right. I had a dream that uh, I had to host a Giants pregame show. Well, there's the first problem. On the radio. Second at a, problem. At a bar. In front of people. Third problem. By myself. Fourth problem. And I was, I was grasping at straws as to how I was going to fill an hour. An hour? Yeah. What about four hours? No, this was just an hour pregame. You could fill an hour. And I was like, could I pay Eddie to bring his machine of drops and then I talk to the drops? Could that fill an hour? Because you're afraid of doing it yourself. Yeah, I don't think I could do it myself. Yes, I bet you you could. I think a you, Giants pregame show. I think show? you short yourself because I here's sure why. Do. You said you were in a bar. Right. You bring people up. Right. Have some conversation. Oh, I see. Get in line to talk to Al Dukes. Ask me a question. <laughs> I won't have the answer, but let's talk. One question only. And that's it. Don't hog the I microphone. I think you'd be fine. I think you would surprise yourself. Oh, well, then uh, that may, may be that. I'll ask Mark Chernoff if I could do that. Very this simple. Year. Hello, everybody. Eli sucks. Thoughts. Give us a call right. or walk up to the microphone. <laughs> Jerry, the New York Jets did not even allow the Knicks one full day. Right off the back page. They didn't give them even... It didn't even get to the Joe and Evan show. Well, barely. Well, no, it did. It, this happened right before noon. Oh, this uh, happened before This noon? happened at 11. I went on wins with, like, breaking news. Breaking I like news. when that happens, <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. We got breaking news from the WFAN Sports Desk. Oh, and then they go, Jerry, let's get get yes. to Jerry Recco immediately That's with exactly breaking right. news. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> so it was at, like, 11.38, I think, yeah. I went on. So Joe and Evan got an hour and a half. The ones that got screwed, mm-hmm. CMB. Right. They had their anti-Nick show ready to go, and boom, you had to go anti-Jets. Yeah, right off the bat. Oh, yeah. I thought Bart said something that none of us have really, and everybody from Pete to Ann, well, maybe not Andrew, but Pete, all those guys over there. The guys. Yeah, the guys from the CBS Sports Sports Radio, because we have nobody out here. Um, All those guys over there, they're furious with the Jets, and I know Beningo was, I think everybody is, but Bart said something I thought was probably spot on. He goes, the guys in the locker room don't give a damn. Now, the Le'Veon Bell thing is a little different because he's kind of named as part of the source of contention between the two. That's different. But it's like the rest of the guys in the locker room, they don't care. They don't care who the GM he's is. He's a GM. Right. He's not the coach. He's not going to change what to do on the field. So I thought the perspective, I'm very curious to see what Boomer says too. So I thought that was interesting. I heard when it when the news broke, then Joe and Evan went to commercial. Joe flipped out. I heard in the hallways him screaming curse words. Yes. About what this organization is. Then on Maggie Gray's Twitter, she tweeted out a video of Joe in the sales department ranting and raving to some sales guys. I'm sure Joe was thrilled about that. He did see video. He did know he was being taped oh, he did. After, okay. after a few minutes, so he decided he was not going to say curse words. Right. The bleeping was toned he down. He was furious. He takes it very seriously. I'm not surprised. When he came out at probably 11.45 after they had, after Evan, so the way it was kind of neat. They're doing the show, and Evan's like, whoa, we got news. Oh, whoa, my gosh. Whoa, whoa. And Joe's first thought was the Knicks traded the number three pick already, <laughs> which that was not it. And he just lost his mind. Yeah. He was not happy. Kind of predictable. This Adam Gase, though, he seems like everything annoys him, and I like that. I guess. Here's the thing. Go win. Yeah, he has to win. Like, this is a guy that got fired a few months ago, and now he's running the Jets. And it didn't take him long to make a trade yesterday. Right. Darren Lee shipped right out of town. I'm the interim GM. All right, who are we moving? 
<laughs> Let me get some things done before yeah. they hire another GM. you think GM. this Christopher Johnson is all right? What do you think? Christopher Johnson? Because I know Jet fans are not in love with him. Because he's not Woody Johnson? I don't think they like him either. Oh. Yeah, he seems fine by me. Although, he also seems like a guy, you know, like you just said, Adam Gase all of a sudden became GM for a couple hours. So he's like, let me get some things done. Right. When Woody went to the UK to do he's whatever. He's like the interim owner. <laughs> yeah. Now I'd be like, let me get some things done here. Because even I if I just make some rando moves and they work out, I'm going to look right. like. Woody, you stay in London. Yeah. I've got control of this. I know. But like I said, I know Joe, Joe was telling him to sell the team. He wants the Jets to sell the Johnsons. Well, he doesn't like Christopher Johnson because he doesn't think he knows football. And he's probably right. Not that I think the owner needs to know football. You need right. to put people in place that know football. Right. So it just doesn't look good, but who knows? But here's the other thing about Adam Gase. Every photo, the crazy eyes. It's yeah. almost like they look for the worst ones. Yes. You're the back page of the papers uh, here in he's New like York. He's like overseeing McCagden. Yeah. Like he's the devil. With oh. his giant eyeballs. <laughs> yes. It's kind of like you overseeing Eddie. And what's this Le'Veon Bell situation now? So Gase didn't want Le'Veon Bell. Uh, no, he didn't want. He thought they could have gotten him for cheaper for than cheaper. they gave him. Undercut him. Correct. You didn't need to pay him whatever it is, sixteen million a year, whatever the number 14. is. 14.5. Fine. He thought Nailed you could have got him for is that true? Mm-hmm. Uh I thought you could have got him right. for less. So it doesn't look great, but you know, Bell went to Twitter and said, Whatever, I'm gonna go do my job. Bell went to Twitter and said, Whatevs, I'm used to this. Yes, he did. Chaos exactly right. used to it. Yeah. So he'll probably sit out the season. And then I see this well, that's not <laughs> I'm kidding, not, I'm kidding. That doesn't happen, Jerry. This Daniel Jeremiah. Yes, he could be the next GM. Jeremiah, I don't think GM. I think high. What? How did they call it? Big role in the Jets front office because I saw that guy who looks like Chris Carlin down in Philly. He's supposedly going to be the next. GM. Oh yeah, yeah. The, he's the player personnel guy. Yeah, VP of player right. personnel for the Eagles. But that this guy, Daniel Jeremiah, you're not going to do a Jeremiah was a bullfrog. No, I'm song, not Jerry. You? I'm not for a front office person. I'm not generic. No, you are a little bit. That would be total generic. As opposed to beat Tom Brady. That was clever. It's generic. Is Jeremiah, Daniel Jeremiah, he's a broadcaster? Uh, I think he's on NFL Network now. Yeah. Will other broadcasters be up for jobs? Yes, I hear Tony Romo will be the next GM of the Cowboys. Oh, <laughs> you're going to say Tony Page. No. Tony Page will be a front <laughs> office. Mike might be the next manager of the Yankees. Who Why knows? not? We're, Why the hell not? We're in deep in all of this stuff. Yeah. I feel like I could. It's a different world now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Brody Van Wagenen's the GM of the Mets. Think about it. You know, when we've gone over to Jets and Giants camp, yeah. the Jets let us roam around. The very giant, nice. The Giants do not even let us in the building. <laughs> no, we're stuck outside. We're like an outdoor cat when we go to the Giants <laughs> camps. They you come, need... they give us a bowl of food. <laughs> we have a kitty litter thing. But, but they're Jets, very nice. They're very nice, but they're yes. like, we don't need these radio people in our building. <laughs> the Jets let us go wherever. They've got, Yeah. Uh, they let us in the cafeteria. They get us food, yeah. There's so many offices and cubicles over at the Jets. And it's in New Jersey. I you feel, feel like you could do that. I do. Just give me a cubicle. I'll make myself look busy yes. all day. And I've got a job for life. I do feel like I could fit but right in do, there. Though? I don't know what any of them do over <laughs> well, there. I, I imagine they have some role. They've got a great cafeteria. They do. I agree. And they have cooks are great. They've great. They've got great parking lot. Snacks are awesome. Snacks everywhere. Yeah, you're right. And you wear a shirt and tie and slacks. No, you just wear a jet polo shirt. Jet polo and shirt and khakis. Let's go khakis. I feel like I could get lost in that organization. You'd move to Florham Park <laughs> so fast. 
You would, yeah, I mean, that would be a dream job for you. Yeah, and I would just need some kind of Fugazi title. You know what I couldn't do, and maybe probably what all of them are? Some sort of corporate sales. That yeah, I that's can't tough. Do. <laughs> Unless you're for the Pelicans right now. That's very easy to that do right I now. That I could do. That's very e- Although, did you see what they're doing? The Pelicans? You can get a season ticket package for New Orleans starting at $350. Really? You can't even get in the garden for $350 for one game. Right. Let alone a full season. And I think you get a free beer for every game. Are you kidding? Wow. Yeah, that I I'm could... ready to buy it and just fly to New Orleans once in a while to see uh, Zion Williamson. Right, because here's what I would do. I would go get a job at the Pelicans selling tickets. And I would just call up all the businesses down there. That's it. Very easy. You guys easy. want tickets? Very easy. But that's not a bad Corporate. business idea. We yeah. should buy season tickets for the Pelicans oh. and put them on StubHub. Yeah, then my luck is they would trade Zion Williams or, 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 <laughs> Zion, or Zion Williams and would be like, I'm going to go back to Duke. Well, he's not going to do that. Is that, that. possible? I um, saw that in one of these uh, things. I, no, I think you give up your eligibility declared, once you're right? drafted. Yeah, I don't think so. But he never signed. The weird thing about these rules is he never signed with an agent. Like, he doesn't right. have an agent yet. Ooh, that's a great job. So, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. How do I get to be Zion Williamson's agent? You just call him. He's available. He was pissed. He's taking all calls. I we would just look in the paper as to what the, he's supposed to get and go ask for that from the team. You get 3% of Zion Williamson's billion oh. dollars. I think you'd live just fine. Yeah. Then I, I would even need to go hide at the Jets. Quick break. <laughs> you could be the assistant kicker's coach. <laughs> you'd Absolutely, love that. Yes. Boomer and Geo next on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Hi, right, welcome back, Yankees. Did sweep a doubleheader. Al says that never happens. It's a good thing they actually played the games. They got two wins, not one. Uh, the Mets lost. Pretty much a give-up game there with Font. Uh, Bucks won, and the Sharks won. What's up? Yeah, I thought statistically doubleheader. That's a split. Ninety-nine out of a hundred times. Now we, it's not. But that Glaber Torres, he played both games. He should play both games. And hit three home runs. Good. He's a young kid. Let's go. I know who our player of the game is later Kendris on Morales. in the show. <laughs> no. Oh. Aaron Hicks. Clay he was over day. four. Three strikes. Three strikeouts. Yeah. But at least he was on the field. And Herman even dominated. How about he's the first eight-game winner in the bigs? You know what I hate? And this happened yesterday all day to Herman. He Doing throws, anything during the week. He throws that ball in the dirt. Yeah. And then they have to do that. The runner, the guy who strikes out has no interest in running down the when first base. you run base. the first, make him make the throw. And the catcher has no interest. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.